Welcome to the latest Buff Zone podcast. I'm Brian Howell, and as always, joined by my colleague Pat Rooney. And Pat, how are you? Doing well, Mr. Howell. How are you doing? I'm good. And we're we're both home this week because uh, you know, we've mentioned before, but I feel like there's been more weekends this year where the men and women are home together and on the road together and at different places. But um it doesn't it feel like that that there's been more oh, similar 100%. home weekends. You know, usually I'm watching the home games often from a hotel somewhere uh but it, more often than not this year they've been on you know kind of simultaneously at home and, and on the road so it definitely seems like more this year i haven't added it up but uh, de- it definitely seems like more yeah and, and it's a big home weekend uh for both teams this weekend and um let's let's start with the men then we'll go to the women but uh you know the men obviously coming off of uh you know disappointing finish to their three-game road swing um, you know, losing at Washington State and then losing at Utah on uh, on Saturday, uh, games that you were at, and then they come home this weekend. They got uh, Arizona State on Thursday and Arizona on Saturday. Um, the Buffs of their 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 net is good, but they're definitely a bubble team on you know for the NCAA tournament, and uh, they can't afford a whole lot of whole lot more losses, right? No, they really can't, and this. Uh, this team just can't get over the injury bug. I know they don't want to use it as an excuse. And I mean, you can't, if you're going out there and competing, but at the same time, playing half your games without at least one player from your, your, you know, the kind of bonafide top seven that you have set, they've only played half their games with those seven uh, of, of those 11 that they've been missing guys. And five of them, they've been missing at least two of the top seven guys. So uh, hard to get on a roll, you know, hard to do the kind of long-term picture. You know, I know a lot of college basketball coaches, and you know, kind of look at the season this way. And I know Tad Boyle does of, of trying to build through non-conference play in the early portion of conference play and then kind of be ready to roll and play your best basketball in February and March. Uh, that's hard to do when you're 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 missing guys. It just it, it simply is uh, to kind of get that momentum going, get that cohesiveness going, and uh, and and, and kind of piece some some wins together, especially when you're playing in, in tough venues on the road. So we'll see what happens this week on Monday. Tad Boyle expressed some some confidence that Cody Williams will be ready to go on Thursday night against Arizona State. Uh, like you said, uh, they're still in decent shape nationally if they start taking care of business and if they keep playing well at home, uh, but their margin for error kind of goes down uh, a little bit every weekend with these tough losses. Yeah. And, you know, you made a great point in your, uh, you know, extra points column uh, this week that, you know, a nine of those 11 games where they've missed somebody, it's been Cody Williams. And, um, you know, Cody Williams is projected as a top five pick in the NBA draft this year. And when you take that guy off the floor, for almost half your games that that's huge. And they've won six of them. I know that, but um, it, it disrupts things. And um, I love the point you made that, you know, there's, there's a couple guys that aren't here on this roster because you have Cody Williams and you would rather have a healthy Cody Williams, but when he's not here, you don't have any of those guys. You know, we're talking about Neek Clifford and Dalton connect. Who's now at Tennessee uh, Neek at, at CSU. But when you don't have any of those guys for a bunch of games, that's huge. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, the, to, to be missing one guy, you know, and, and and while Cody Williams has been out, we've seen Tristan Da Silva go down with an ankle. Julian Hammond has battled through a back injury. Um, and um, 
now Luke O'Brien was sidelined at, at uh, Utah for an injury he suffered last week during practice. And they're, you know, to top it off, they're also uh, bang out Dak, the freshman who had, you know, he had a nice little moment in that Washington game at Washington, the one road game road win that they've picked up so far this year. He didn't play a lot, but made a huge contribution in a, uh, just a few minutes at the end of the first half, but he was unavailable also at Utah. We might've seen him get a shot with, uh, with Luke and, and Cody uh, Williams out, but he was unavailable too, but, you know, looking like they might get back. Uh, Banga Dak definitely will be ready for Thursday night. And, uh, you know, we'll see about uh, Cody Williams and Luke O'Brien, but, you know, uh, you know, to reiterate, you go into the season with a plan and, uh, you know, the injuries are always the X factor, I guess, with, with, with those plans. And uh, right now it's just it's really bitten the Buffaloes this year. You know, and this doesn't even kind of count R.J. Smith. We haven't even talked about season ending injury that he uh, suffered after only seven games. Otherwise, he might have gotten more of a shot uh, with some of these other guys going down. So uh, just been a really tough year on that front. But still some opportunities at hand. Uh, that That's the thing about it. nine regular season games remaining. And a huge home weekend this week against Arizona State on Thursday and then again on Saturday against Arizona. You know, if they pick these up, they have a decent chance of running the table at home. Uh, and if they pick up, you know, a lot will hinge on that, that Arizona win. If they can pick up that win on Saturday, uh, they, they might have a little more cushion on that margin for error uh, that, that we said has been going down lately. Yeah, and a couple of road trips, uh, one of which, uh, you know, the next one next week, looks a little more difficult than it did a few weeks ago uh, when you go to the L.A. schools where, you know, both of them have been kind of a mess throughout the year. USC's last in the conference, but, you know, UCLA, is, you know, had looked like a mess most of the year. All of a sudden, you know, I think the last six or seven games, they're like 5-1 and one or 6-1 and one and almost beat Arizona. So UCLA's gotten it back together a little bit, and so going to their place is not going to be easy now. It never is, and, uh, you know, actually, I, I made a little joke of, to, to Ted Boyle. So, of course, you don't get UCLA early uh, when they were still kind of a hot mess, and now it's a young team that really seems to be figuring it out. So uh, a lot of credit to their coach, Mick Cronin, for getting them back on track. But, uh, yeah, you know, maybe look to split that next week. But if you can pick these up at home, the bus are 12-0 and at home. Every time they've had a tough road trip, they've come home and, and, and kind of gotten right and, uh, you know, went out on the road again, at least feeling good about where they're at. So if they can continue that this week, especially, uh, they're still going to be in pretty good shape for, uh, you know, the, the, the net rankings for sure and in the national picture. But, it, you know, the, the conference championship at this point might be uh, tough to kind of get back into that race. But they're still very much in the mix for a top four finish in the league, which, as we all know, leads to a first round bye. It's always critical at the Pac-12 tournament. So uh, despite it all, if they can get healthy and we can see those top seven guys in action for maybe the bulk of these final nine games, you know, this is still a team that is dangerous and, and can do a lot of things, but the consistency just has not been there yet this year. Yeah, and, and the standings are, are kind of crazy, that log jam. You got four yeah. teams at six and five, two teams at seven and four, uh, and then two right below that at five and six. So uh, really... I mean, the Buffs are 
you know, that margin for error, I mean, they could go as high as, you know, two, as low as eight or nine if they're if they're not careful. So um, it's going to be, you know, really interesting uh, stretch for the men. But you're, you're right, this weekend is huge. And, you know, Arizona has not been very good on the road. And so there is that opportunity here uh, to get a sweep and, and get a really big win for your net. And, you know, the way this league is shaking out, as you said, it's a log jam. You know, you, you say they could go as high as two. Well, you know, if they knock off Arizona, uh, they suddenly are only one game back of, of Arizona and Washington State at worst at the end of this weekend. Uh, and, you know, still with, with with plenty of games to play and certainly some home games ahead for the Buffaloes. Um, and uh, Arizona, as, as you mentioned, has, has kind of shown some vulnerability on the road. So you cut that thing down to a game and really anything can happen. But I think first and foremost, you know, as we keep going on and on about this team, it's just they got to get healthy. They got to get everyone in there. Even some of the guys that are playing have been banged up. We, we've seen Javon Hadley have to sport the mask the last few games. Julian Hammond is playing through his back injury a little bit. That And, uh, you know, K.J. Simpson isn't admitting that something's bothering him. But anyone that watches the games has seen him kind of favoring that left shoulder a little bit at times. So uh, it, it's, it's a beat-up group right now, but Certainly, if they get healthy and can get on a roll, they can beat anyone in this league. That's the thing. It's when they, when they play well, they're they're great to watch. But it's just been few and far between. And you hate to blame injuries, but that's been a big part of it. Well, and it would be unfortunate if this group is never healthy because this is one of the most talented groups Tad's ever had, and uh, it may turn out that we never get to see them really play with each other. Well, we'll see. You know, there's still plenty of time to go. Um, I don't think you know. The, uh, you know, the, none of the, I think the, one of the exasperating things is it's not like someone's gone down with an ACL, you know, they're, you know, mentioning RJ Smith earlier did have the season ending injury, but as far as these top seven guys and being out of the lineup, you know, it, it hasn't been some catastrophic injury season ending blown out knee, anything like that. It's been a lot of guys getting, you know, semi-serious kind of nagging injuries, that have all piled up at the same time. Uh, you know, sometimes it's you can get you can get through if it's one guy, but in a lot of these games, it's been two guys, and it's just hard to keep pace, especially in conference play when your depth is hammered that much. Yeah, no question. Um, anything else on the on the men's team before we move on? No, nope, just looking forward to this weekend. It's hard to believe there's only a few more home games left after this weekend. There'll only be three, so. Uh, getting we're in February now. It's getting crazy. Uh, this is a fun time of the year for college basketball, and curious to see how this plays out for the Buffs. You know, you feel like it can go one of two. You know, go either direction, but you just wonder if uh, you know the 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 two outcomes here could be extremes. You know, you'd hate to see these injuries pile up and they just kind of deteriorate the wrong way, or maybe they finally get on a roll that they're certainly capable of. So, very curious to see how this last month plays out. Yeah, and one thing of note is uh, the men are twelve and zero at home, and I, I know from you know it's been a decade now since I've you know was the men's basketball beat writer, but I know Tad's been striving for that perfect home record for a long time, and uh, you know he's got a shot here with with uh, was it five home games left? Yeah, you know if they, if they obviously Arizona's the key one. If they can right. knock off Arizona, uh, you know if the if the Buffs play well, if people are healthy and playing well. Uh, Arizona coming in here on the back half of the the Rocky Mountain trip, uh, the, the Buffs have, have it, it, it's been a little bit. They didn't play Arizona at home last year, but they have a decent track record of rising up for these games under Tad Boyle. So, you know, if they can make that happen on Saturday, 
you know, and, and anything can happen, and they, they will have a good shot at that undefeated mark at home if they can get through Arizona. After that, you got the Bay Areas and, and Utah coming in here. Certainly not a slouch to the team. The Buffs just lost there. Um, but as we've said, the Buffs uh, have played well at home, so I uh, would certainly think they could finish the job. But uh, Arizona's the key one for a lot of things this, this season and, and, and going forward, uh, and certainly the key one to, to try to keep that unbeaten mark at home intact. Yeah. Uh, you know, the women do not have an unbeaten mark at home, but they're pretty good at home and on the road. They're, they're just pretty good. Um, but they did lose a game to UCLA, which was, um, I believe number five at the time, um, at home. But, um, you know, another weekend where we give, where we get four basketball games in four days and, uh, it's going to be a good one uh, for the women as well this weekend, Pat. I mean, they got Oregon who's down uh, on Friday night, but then, uh, on Super Bowl Sunday, uh, for those that, you know, need a little, uh, you know, sports before and don't want the the pregame show, but if you need something before the Super Bowl, uh, you know, the numbers, number, what are they, four buffs? I guess number yes. 17, Oregon State um, at the event center on Sunday at noon. So a big weekend for the women as well. And, you know, they're tied atop the conference right now. They have that tiebreaker with Stanford, but um, there's no margin for error for them because they've got the tougher road ahead, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But, um, you know, a good weekend for the women coming up this weekend as well. Absolutely. Um, a chance to get that, you know, they just lost at Oregon State a couple of weeks ago. So a chance to kind of bounce back and get a shot at them at home. Um, like I said, tied going into the final uh, seven, it is for uh, the women still on the 18 game conference schedules um, tied with Stanford. They have the tiebreaker. You know, that's going to become that could be key. Uh, it's the only matchup those two teams have this year. And, and, and the Buffs have that win in hand. But as you said, a tougher road ahead for the Buffs. You know, the Buffs still have the road games at both L.A. schools and at Utah. Uh, Stanford, you know, the Buffs do get four of seven at home, but they have those three on the road. Uh, they have Oregon State at home, as you mentioned this week, uh, while Stanford, you know, really has the much easier uh, schedule down the stretch. Stanford does only have three of the seven at home. Uh, but they have the Arizonas. They, they're really the only tough game left for Stanford is at Oregon State, I believe, the final weekend of the regular season. Uh, and they got the Washingtons. Uh, they don't have any more matchups against the L.A. schools, and they don't have any more matchups against Utah. So it'll be a tougher road ahead for the Buffaloes. Uh, but Stanford does have to win it outright. That's what that win in Boulder against Stanford does uh, for CU if it ends in a tie. It'll be the Buffaloes with the top seed in the conference tournament, uh, but they have to get there first. You know, Stanford, like I said, has a much easier road ahead. Yeah, you know, you look at these seven games, and uh, the Oregon State game we mentioned on Sunday kicks off a stretch of four consecutive games for the Buffs against top twenty teams. Uh, three of those on the road, uh, and and Stanford, as you mentioned, uh, of the last seven, six of them are against the bottom six teams in the conference. The other one is against number seventeen Oregon State. So certainly. It favors Stanford, you know, it, and if, if the Buffs lose one, now all of a sudden you have to hope somebody upsets Stanford. If you lose two, which is very possible and not even that bad, uh, then you have to hope Stanford loses a couple, uh, which is, is probably unlikely, but um, it's going to be tough to win that conference title um, outright for the, for the women, but they're right in the mix with seven games to go and certainly capable of going seven and zero. it's just going to be very difficult. 
I think one key factor that, that you wrote about just yesterday is that defense is starting to get dialed in a little bit. Uh, you know, maybe a month ago we, we talked about how they were doing it kind of in spurts or when they needed to at the end of games to kind of take over and, and finish off games. Uh, but we hadn't seen too many of that kind of 40 minute defensive efforts that really marked uh, last year's uh, late, late season run, especially the postseason run. So We've seen more of that in, in recent weeks. And, you know, if the Buffs are going to go on the road uh, and, and, and and pick up wins, you know, if they're going to win the conference championship, they're going to have to win some of those games on the road. Uh, and the fact that that defense is starting to come around gives them a fighting chance to do just that. Yeah, and I'm not going to take any credit, but this stretch of defense did kind of start right after my article came out and said hey, their defense hasn't been exactly what it's been in the past. All of a sudden, they started playing better defense. It's not because of me, but um, or they kind of pinned up on the locker. The actual newspaper clipping pinned up on the locker room wall. So, (laughs) yeah, and my my face is on a dartboard, probably. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but no, there's they're clearly uh, you know capable of playing really good defense. And as my article pointed out a month ago, when they needed to, they were playing good defense. Well, now I think they kind of need to more often. And when they need it, they're, they're playing good defense. And so uh, the numbers look a lot better. And they'll need that. Like I said, if they're going to get this done on the road, they're going to need that defense. It's going to be tough uh, to rely on offense, as we all know, in these big matchups on the road. So uh, good sign for the buffs. Uh, it'll be tough sledding to get this done. And you know, as we talked about, the schedule doesn't favor them, but uh, you know, Certainly, they can't sell this group short. They've been fun to watch, and uh, uh, you know it's kind of all looking ahead. They have a really tough one this uh, this weekend against Oregon State. Yeah, and you know we talked about the logjam on the men's standings. Well, it's not quite that way on the women's standings. If if the women can sweep this weekend, uh, get both Oregon schools, well, now they've got a two game. They they'd be at least they'd be first or second. Um, with a, at least a two-game cushion on everybody else in the conference. And so um, they're looking pretty good for um, not only obviously in the running for the conference title, but um, for a top-four seed and, frankly, for a top-four seed in the NCAA tournament. Um, we were talking before we started this that ESPN's latest bracketology has the women um, as a number-two seed for the tournament, which means they would be hosting the first weekend in Boulder. So uh, they're in line for some really – um, you know, good things and things that this program hasn't done in a very long time. Yeah, very exciting. And, you know, so they have even fewer regular season games left. I can't believe, you know, sometimes it's hard to believe that uh, how fast the time goes. But we're into February now, and, and certainly for college basketball fans, this is when it really starts to get fun. Yeah, there's always a little bit fewer games on the women, and they and they finished their regular season a week earlier because that Pac-12 tournament is a week earlier. So um, it's going to be here before we know it. But um, a huge weekend this weekend, uh, four games, four days. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, Pat. Well, looking forward to this weekend. You know, Arizona State came in here and stole one from the Buffs last year. Uh, they've kind of been typical Arizona State. They run hot and cold, but they when they're when they're hot, they can you know play with anyone in this league and and kind of edged a what else shorthanded Buffs team down in Tempe a few weeks ago. Um, so we'll see if the Buffs can get them back at home and uh, obviously can't look ahead. They got to get the one on Thursday before they can even think about this big matchup on Saturday, but certainly looking forward to being out there for both of them. Uh, not too many games left. So uh, uh, they'll all be big ones the rest of the way for both teams. Well, and just a quick side note. Um, the other thing Buff fans are hoping for this weekend is that they might have a defensive coordinator in place for football well that sounds like <laughs> fodder for a new pod next week Brian. now 
it could be the little teaser there, but yeah, that, that, that's another big thing that could be coming up. Uh, you know, we, we keep being teased that it's coming soon, but, um, it hasn't come yet. And so, uh, a lot of things to look forward to this weekend for the buffs. Well, looking forward to being out there, Brian, as always good to chat with you here. Yes. Nice to talk, nice to talk to you and, and we'll uh, see you in Boulder sometime this week. Absolutely. We'll be out the games. And, uh, as always folks, thanks for listening.